Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from Austin, Texas, on a Sunday, actually. I know you're hearing this on Wednesday, but we're recording on Sunday, full disclosure. Dave, how do you feel about that? I asked you to show up on a, on a Sunday, and you're here. Yeah, man. Um, I'm missing out on my Meet the Press Sundays. I'm sorry. Chuck Todd's going to have to wait. You got some uh, golf to, to watch today, too. We do, we do. Sounds like you're struggling over there. Are you okay? <clears throat> I got my my throat. It's it's been messed up for like months now. We got to talk about that tweet that I just got off the taco. Tweet. Did we? We we can do that after we introduce our guest. But yeah, so I, the reason we're recording on Sunday, we have a guest host today. It is not Sally. Sally is in Oklahoma. Maybe is she already there doing stuff for for school work. So we have intern client. Should we just say your real name? It's not... Okay, Intern Klein is here. Intern Klein, how are we doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm uh, excited to be here. Yeah? First time podcast, so... Who uh, are you? How do I know you? Why are you here? Uh, I guess we met when I was in college. Yeah? Through buddies Oh, that, that's weird. Dylan meeting mine. college kids. <laughs> uh, no, I was I, not in college, however. He was in college. Yeah. 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 So I live, that goes with you. live here in Austin, <laughs> and... Uh, We've been buddies for a while. So. You, you can't discuss your work. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. I, uh, I work for a, uh, a current, a specific agency. Um, you know, the CIA. Can't really talk about it. Yeah. I mean, some Sorry, would say I it's a three-letter agency. I just outed you. Wow. I doxed you. Well, we're happy you're here, buddy. We got some good questions today. Usually, we we throw some in here that girls can uh, can get into relationship type stuff. There is, is a little bit of that. But this is mostly geared toward, you know, dudes. Because this is going to be a, a dude conversation, the three of us in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So AOC, Alexandria. Yeah. Uh, what's her her whole name? AOC, it, hottest political name in the game right it, now. It's hard to say. Um, Octavia Cortez, I believe. Anyway, she had a tweet. She was in town for South By last night. She's doing the South By thing. Klein, you familiar with the South By thing? I am. It's the uh, worst two weeks in Austin. This year seems to be increasingly insufferable, mainly because it's being very, very political right now, like overly political, and then that's fine. I stepped out yesterday for a minute in, in the madness. Uh, well, yeah, so AOC tweeted, because she was in town, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, excuse me, she was like, hey, what, what, what are the best tacos in Austin? And some dude who I'm completely unfamiliar with, but I'm probably one of the few who are unfamiliar with this guy, said Torchies. Who... You don't know who that guy is? I don't know who this man is. I probably should. He's probably going to come Yeah, he said Torchy's Tacos, and that doesn't sit well with with either of us. His name is Josh Flanagan. What And what does he do? Well, who is, who is Who's this guy? Who the fuck is this? He's got 70K followers. It says co-creator, showrunner, hashtag day five, El Rey Network. Well, guess what? That guy is now canceled. Though. I don't know. I'm out on this guy. Yeah. He lives in Austin, but and he's... A diehard Torchies guy. I don't know if he's like an investor or something, but Torchies, while it isn't bad, it's not the... His, no answer, his answer was it. too emphatic. Yeah. Like, dude, chill out. I'm going to ride for Torchies right now. Now, dude. it is not the best taco in Austin. I will say that. But Torchies, it's a good good eat. They, no, disguise, not, they disguise the fact that they have uh, very poor meat. Not very poor. Um, not up to stand, Austin taco standard meat by just giving you a bunch of it. That's true. Their tacos are overloaded. They're, and that's usually a they're so fat. Thing. It's a fat-ass taco. But I will say, anyone from Austin is now out on Torchies because they've gone large-scale, corporate, franchised. Everyone in that's Austin not loves why I don't like talk- when it was small town. That, that doesn't matter to me. But I'm saying that's like the general consensus in this town. Um, I just think it's a, it's a subpar taco. And that's, I agree to disagree. They've got great queso. I think most people would agree with that. So There's no doubt. Someone asked me on Twitter what my favorite Austin taco is, and I said Taco Deli. Um, yeah, I would say Taco Deli is better than Torchies, yeah. Like, I don't want to be super Austin guy. The last thing anybody needs is uh, a 34-year-old white guy who's lived here for five years telling you what the best pod or the best taco is in Austin, right? But I'm going to do it anyway. There's a little stand by my place. It's called uh, Alma. El and uh, Alma's Tacos. It's really good. It's only open like for a few hours each day, if that. But for her, you know, looking for a taco at 9 o'clock on a Saturday, Torchies is a decent option. Taco Deli's definitely not open at that time. No. I would rather go to a different place called El Alma, who you can get the a la carte tacos, which are very good as well. 
Also, the Asadero at Mattel Rancho, that's a better taco than anything I think you can get at Torchies. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't mean to, to steer it this way, but I thought we should address it since it's happening in the, real time. The El Picasito is the, my favorite one at Taco Deli. Sure. It just it just hits so different. It does. There's something different about it. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it. When I think Taco Deli, I think breakfast taco. Sure. Ooh. So I think there's you mm-hmm. kind of separate that. But to me, the best taco in Austin, specific taco, is at Javelina Bar on Rainy Street. And it is called the Baracho Taco. And it's unreal. I would go to, to Rainy today and get a Javelina with you if it wasn't South by Weekend. Oh, of course. Damn. That sounds really good. I was on Rainy yesterday. How'd it, it go? It was a madhouse. The, yeah. line, the line at Eisenhower's, I'm not kidding. It was like around the corner. Couldn't do it. As someone that used to live on Rainy during South by... I pretty much would just leave town for two weeks. But hey, we'll be there Friday. You won't. You'll be out of town. I will. Well, Friday? I'll be here. Oh, you'll be back? Oh, I'm back. Shit. Boy's back. Intern Klein. Yeah, we'll be at Eisenhower's for, uh, Friday, 7. Come. Can't wait. Come. Okay. Please, please come. The hotline number is 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. If you would prefer to write in, you can do that. There's a link in the Twitter bio, and that's at Mailin Podcast. Are you guys ready to get into it? Let's get into it. We have, let's see, we have seven questions today. Three of them are voicemails. And here's the first one. Hey, um, this is Emily from Charleston, and this question is for Dylan. Um, Dylan, uh, now that you have a more flexible work schedule and a close personal friendship with Chris Harrison, have you ever thought of applying to go on to The Bachelorette or just go all out and be The Bachelor? And if so, what would your like Bachelorette contestant tagline be? Thanks. Bye. We get this question still. Got a couple bachelors in the house. Yeah. Um, so it's time to put this one to bed. Klein, uh, first of all, would you ever be on a reality dating show? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. That's, yeah. There's just too much exposure. Too much exposure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not down see, for that. Yeah. You're seeing what's happening to Colton right now, like a fellow virgin, and like I, I understand that you would not really. Want oh to be out shit. There. Man, I'm having fun. Sunday morning. You know, I'm not even going to address that. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's on I don't you, know why it, I'm coming at your deck. We come at your deck when you're not in here, and now you're in here. It's just more fun. I will say, there's a show coming on CBS in the next year. It's called Love Island. I got hit up to be on it. And, you got, and oh, yeah, that's right. You did. I just I, I watched the, the UK version of it, and I'm not going to lie. It looked terrifying. I'm out. Yeah. I'm so, not here for it. It's canceled. So I'm going to put this one to bed. No, I, I'm never going to be on The Bachelorette. Absolutely not. Um, like, like Klein said... It just, they like get too into your personal life and it, I'm not into that. I'd have to be away for a while. I have a kid. That's not going to work for me. Um, Dude, I'll watch him. The only tight thing about it, like if I did, if I were to go on that show, it would give a lot of exposure to watch media, which would be great for us. You know, rising tide lifts all ships, as they say. But uh, Unless you went on there and just bombed. Yeah, but even the people who bomb, they still gain notoriety what if you went on there and you're like the first guy ever just to completely literally soil his pants like crapped his pants hard I mean, yeah. what if that happened that would be bad for wash the, the the worst thing that could happen is you go on the show and you end up being like one of the girls on, on the tell-all you have no idea who they are because they they had five seconds of camera time that's what you don't want right. there's a build-up of like getting on the show and like you know gaining some sort of fame from it and it's like who the fuck are you it would be funny to see you go and try to get a couple bits off though, like you get you sneak a it hard to say in there. Or oh something. yeah, oh for sure, and like, for like sure. If you got like, went home night one, but you like you went in there and said like mentioned the, the sizzle squad or something. <laughs> like, what, what, who's this dude who just talks about fajitas? My my exit interview. Yeah, I got she canceled me. I'm out of here. I've been canceled. I got canceled. No, Dylan's entry at the very beginning would definitely include him saying something to the effect of, "No one's doing that." <laughs> No one's doing interviews like this. <laughs> Man, maybe you should do this. Look, it'd be great. It'd be great for this company, Dave. I'll watch Parks while you're gone. He, I mean, he could probably just stay with his mom too. Like that's well, an yeah, option. She, yeah, shout out to Parks' mom. But we'll we'll take him if she, you know, we'll babysit. <sighs> yeah, that's it's just not for me. Okay. You know why we could put that to bed? It's to bed. But thanks for asking. All right, Dave, read the next one if you don't mind. Hey, Dylan and Sally and Dave, me and my husband are having an ongoing discussion argument on this topic, and I need to hear your opinions. I love Jimmy John's, and my husband thinks it's complete trash. 
I like the bread and the mayo, but my husband says there's too much bread. What's y'all's opinion on Jimmy John's? My opinion is your husband is a smart man because Jimmy John's is trash. I'm excited for Klein's answer. Klein's a road dog, so he, he has to eat at a lot of random places. Thoughts on Jimmy John's? Uh, you're right. I do live life on the road. Um, and I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with Dylan. Uh, wow, you get, I didn't see that Hit the coming. trash horn, please. Jimmy John's is a bad sandwich. Don't tell me to hit the trash horn. Please hit the trash horn, Dave. Jimmy John's is Jimmy John's sucks. No, the bread, he's exactly right. There's too much bread, and it's not. it dominates the sandwich, and it's not even good bread. If I wanted a Jimmy John's sandwich, I would just go get a brand new pair of Sperry's and put some turkey in it and eat it. That's what it tastes like. There's too way too much bread. It's Jimmy too John's much. is not good. I know you can order it and ask for it to be like hollowed out. They'll carve out some of the bread for you. I don't even know what that's called. No one's doing that. But I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. No one's not. doing that. I'm just gonna go to Jersey Mike's or shout out to a place that y'all didn't like, Tucci's in Austin. Yeah. We we didn't give Tucci's its due. Um, we went cheesesteak, probably the mistake. No, we gave it its due. I asked the guy behind the counter, said, what's the deal? What, I've never been here. What do I need to get for my first time? And he said, definitely get this. And that's what I got. Ooh, that's fair. They normally recommend the Italian beef, but... He did mention it. Um, I'm going to go so f- as far as to say is... I will go to Subway 10 times out of 10 before I go to Jimmy John's. Dude, nobody's saying that. Absolutely. I agree. Subway bread is delicious. Asiago? Are you an Asiago guy? Uh, Italian herbs and cheese, please. You know, I used to be a sandwich artist in high school. It's a true I story. I do remember that. Everybody knows that, David. A lot of people don't. I feel like it's uh, part of my my book that people uh, overlook. I feel like we've discussed it on Touching Base and Circling Back, I don't know, 20 times. Are you jealous because I balled out at Subway? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Speaking of balling out, let's talk about Miyani's underwear. Hey, i got to interrupt here. i got to ask you guys a question. Is your underwear making you happy right now in this moment? Answer it, the question. It is, Dave. You know why? Why? Because I'm wearing me undies underwear. I am too. Klein? I feel pretty left this, out right now. Yeah, you should. You need to get on this train. We can maybe hook it up. Um, everything about me undies is dope. We talk about them quite a bit. Not only will you feel like your loins are being hugged by joy itself, but me undies gives you multiple style options for both men and a lady in your life. Or if you're just a lady, you know, we have a lot of ladies who listen. It's the fabric, though. That's what sets them apart. Micromodal fabric. Three times softer than cotton. Take that big cotton. Man. I'm t- big I'm cotton was not ready for me yunnies to come at them like this. I'm fucking fired heads today, man. Yeah. Dylan, which one, what print are you wearing right now? Can you tell me? Um, I have the solid red ones on for Valentine's Day. I have the Valentine's Day one with the lips all over them. Are you kidding me, David? Because I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's yeah, no, true. That's a true story. I really am wearing those. They also sent me some... Uh, some St. Patty's Day ones. I've got Did those you get those too? too? Yeah. Got shamrocks on them? Yeah. They're dope. And of course, they're super soft and comfortable. It's a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. Uh, let's see. Yeah, go to meundies.com slash mail-in. M-A-I-L-I-N. Like this podcast. That's meundies.com slash mail-in. That's great, man. 15% Dave, you, off you crushed that, man. Day. Thanks, dude. Thank you for that. Not only are you going to feel like your loins are being hugged by joy itself, but you're going to get all those options. I know that's a talking point I like to reiterate, but just just think about that. Me undies. You the man, Dave. Thank you. All right, you want to get to the next question? What's up, gang? In your opinion, what's the best way to depart on a first date? From experience, I think it's best to commit to a solid hug goodbye, especially if it's a casual setting. Second date? I think that calls for a smooch, but Ooh, that's just me. He's smooching. Nobody's saying smooch anymore. Klein, I feel like you go on a lot of a lot of dates. Is that is that fair? You know that implies a lot of things. No, it uh, doesn't. But you're you're no, sing, you're a single, yeah. young, good looking man. Well, I appreciate and that. And you're you're out. You're you're mixing it up. What's your move? First date. If it goes well, how do you say goodbye? You know, to me, it's an in the moment situation. Yeah, I think you have to feel it out. Um, I've I mean, I've done both. The hug is is a strong move. Sometimes the hug leads to the kiss. I, I mean, sure. Um, I don't. I don't think there's a general rule. I think it's kind of a in the moment situation. Yeah, you know what? I agree. It all depends on on how the date has gone. Um, if it goes poorly, a hug. Yeah. If it goes well, a hug. Uh, sometimes if you're just feeling it, you you go in for the kiss, and that's fine too. 
That's Sometimes it. it's just a complete disaster, and you shake hands, and you know. No, you, no, that does not happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tell you not shaking kidding. hands. Um, has it ever have, has it ever progressed past a, a kiss on a first date for you, sir? Uh, you know, I'm a gentleman, so I will not be answering that question. On a first date once, I went out with this girl, and we, we, we drank wine for like five hours straight, and we had a great time. And she said, she goes, um, I want you to come back to my place and stay with me, but we're not having sex. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not going to have sex anyway. But I thought that was interesting that she like laid the whole thing out there for me. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty bold, right? Uh, you know, I think it's... Uh... I think it's becoming more the norm to kind of set the ground rules. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't hate the move. It's a good thing. First date, you know, you don't know. That's that's a tough one on a first date, if, if you, especially if you don't know the person that well. Like, it's pretty bold to bring them back to your place. I agree. Um, so, yeah, setting some ground rules just so it doesn't get weird. Uh, that's probably a good thing. We hadn't even kissed at this, at this point. We just had a great conversation for a long time. And she was like, yeah, come stay with me. Yeah, well, she probably, her like, sorority damn. sisters probably let her know your reputation. Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, uh, so yeah, I, I went and, st- and stayed over there, and uh, and that was that. Was that the time I had to go pick you up? Shut, stop. All right. No. I didn't say where from. Oh, gosh. Were there Greek letters on the outside? Gosh, no, come on, man. Come on, dog. Man, th- this joke is really just, it's, it's taken on... There's uh, a tweet that just I just saw. I shouldn't even have my phone out, but I just saw a tweet, and it's a poll. Have you seen this? No, I responded to the guy. <laughs> I said, delete this. What's, what? I'm sorry, dude. What are, they, what are y'all doing to me? I'm sorry. Let's do another question. All right. Y'all gonna like this next one. Hey, Dylan, love the pod. Was listening to the Patreon circling back episode about Brooks Kepka versus Spieth, and I thought of this question. Would you rather win one, one Masters, or all the other three majors for your entire career? That's a good question. It is a good question, but it's what also very easy about, for me to answer. What were we talking about? Kepka versus Spieth. I don't. I don't remember what that was about. I don't either. I remember we were talking about Spieth not be. I mean, uh, Kepka not being one eighty six as he's listed. He's closer to two eighty six. Yeah, remember when I called him out for uh, his his bench routine, and then he, he he threw a video and just and put us on blast. That dude's. 215 minimum, can right? I, can I say something about that video, though? Yeah, they put out I think that, I know what this is. They put out that workout like that was a weekly routine. That video show, dude was maxing out at 15 reps, which is impressive nonetheless, but that wasn't like Wednesday for him. Thoughts on those last few reps, though? Um, you know, Back off the bench? Hips were off the bench, backs off the bench. I mean, honestly, the last six didn't count. Damn. I need you to watch my bench wow. and tell me how many would actually count. Well, I tried that in Ponte Vedra when you get you and Dylan were getting into a push-up contest, and uh, oh yeah, I form was that. was poor to say the least. Oh, you're the worst form I've ever seen on push-ups, David. I don't think I do. Your range of motion was like two and a half inches. I don't think it is. Player, I'm telling you, Klein. Nah. Dave's great on great on the squat rack, though. I'll give him that. Oh, thank he, you. He I put, would rather, I'll take that all day. Over. He puts a big boy weight. No, I really don't. But form is I'm more of a form guy. Uh, no, working out with Klein's been good because Klein's uh, much larger than me. Although uh, changing out the weights, no, you are. You're a bigger guy. Not yeah. like like. Yeah, no, I'm just giving you a hard time. You squat significantly more. You're so a large American, Klein. I get a, I get a workout as I'm changing out the weights. Like I'm getting some good shoulder stability stuff as I'm I'm taking off the 35. You know, I'm just just trying to help you out, Dave. Okay. Uh, should we answer this guy's question? We probably should. <laughs> yeah, we just probably should. about lifting. Actually, there's a, there's a question about form later in this very episode. So Can't just wait. everyone sit tight for a little bit. Um, this is easy for me. I would much rather win one Masters than the rest of them. And it's pretty simple. Um, yes, the green jacket's cool. Um, that's like the trophy for me in sports. Um, but... If you win the Masters, that's guaranteed at least minimum two rounds of golf every year for the rest of your life, as long as you want to play it. I hate to be agreeable with Dylan again on this, but I'm... I'm Why do you hate to agree with me? I'm very it's, smart. It's, it's bad radio. Very smart, very knowledgeable. Yeah, I have great opinions. I will say, it depends on what the other three, like where those get, were played. I mean, if we're talking U.S. Open at Pebble Beach... U.S. Open to Pebble, St. Andrews for St. Andrews. the Open. I mean, I don't. The PGA Championship's just kind of one of those. I'd rather win the yeah, players. Yeah, no one than cares the PGA. about it. Yeah, but if I was a Ooh, hot elite premier golfer, 
and the one major that eluded me was the Masters, that would haunt me for the rest of my life. Absolutely. Um, I'll give you a name, and I think he has accomplished the feat that you guys are talking about. And it's it's as somebody I forget even won the Masters. You ready for this? Trevor Immelman. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a Masters winner. I think he's just a. I'm gonna, what I'm a jerk for winning that almost tournament. Almost positive. What an absolute jerk. So, Sandy Lyle, he won it. He's, he's an old guy. He's a golfer. He's an old guy. He won the Masters, I don't know, probably like the early 80s or something. Mm-hmm. And he shows up every year and he just kicks it around for two rounds and, t- and gets on the plane and, and flies back home. And it's, it's fucking beautiful to watch. Get in the there guy earned his three. spot. He earned his spot. He's, he shows up. He knows he's not going to compete. He just wants to have fun and play the best golf course in the world. Two rounds in two days, and he goes home. Well, and arguably, so let's say you uh, you win that early on in your career and, and you don't do much, but you're able to play well into your 40s and maybe even your 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could still compete out there uh, yeah. later in your career. Um, that's been proven. You had Jack who wanted it, what, 46? Um it's it's uh, you had a guy like Kenny Perry who never won a major who was in contention going into the back nine. Uh, that course, I mean, you know how to play, you know how to play it, like where to where to miss, where you where to put it. Um, so that's one that would be good to you could actually be competitive in. Did you know the Klein's going this year? Are you really? Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there Wednesday through Saturday. Fly home Sunday morning. Watch the last one on the couch, followed by the Game of Thrones season premiere. Whoa. That's, a, that's the all best, the same weekend? It's going to be the best four days of my life. Now that's a weekend right there. That's what I'm saying. Wow. If you uh, have access to passes or tickets and you'd like to have us out completely free of charge and with room and board, please hit us up, Dave, at washedmedia.com. We will be open to that. That's something I would consider. We would consider doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with y'all. Yeah. Um, although winning the Open Championship, the British Open at St. Andrews, would be, that endears you. Home of golf, all that stuff. You know, it'd be cool to be like uh, in part of the part of the folklore of, of English golf, of you know, overseas golf. So sure. Dave, I got some bad news for you. I just looked up the nine most obscure masters champions by golfdigest.com. Okay. You know who made that list? Zach Johnson. Your boy Zeej. Oh, of course. Um, That's kind of unfair though. He's one he's a multi, he, that wasn't his only major. But uh, that's fair. That's fair. Wait, did he win it twice or once? I think just once. I okay. think he was in contention a second time. Okay. Bubba, though. But, but Z just won another ma- major before. Yeah, he won uh, the, the Open Championship. I can't wait to hear your reviews of that place. I may never come home. Like, I may just, like, hollow out a piece of the woods and it's, just go to bed. It's, stu- it's stupid. I may it, just bury myself yeah, and call it good. It's crazy in there, man. Uh, let me verify that he did win uh, at St. Andrews because I feel like he did. I don't know why. That's a great career. A Masters and those are your only two majors. Yeah. Like you won. Oh. The, that's one and two. One A, one B in most people's opinion. Hell yeah. Good for him. Man, He's fucking hating on Zeej. Imagine winning that tournament early on in your career and you just have that ticket every year just punched for you. How tight is that? That's very tight. I can't even. I, I can't fathom that. Now, I will say, this is easier for me to say since I'm going this year, but I'd almost rather play it than go to the tournament. Well, yeah. Is that obvious? Yeah. Of course that's obvious. Are you getting to play? No, absolutely not. You're not going to be, you're not entering the tournament this year? Uh, I'm going to see if I can qualify in the next couple weeks, but I shot 96 (laughs) yesterday at Barton Creek, so um, I don't know if I'm going to make it. you 36 yesterday? I did, and your boy's tired. Dude, Clint, that place, you can't build it up too much. Like it will exceed whatever expectations you have for it. Oh, I know. It's it's stupid. God, I'm so jealous. I'm so. It's gonna be the best four days of my life. Well, that's kind of sad. You know, is it? I don't know. Is it? Is it? It is. It is a pretty special place. Dude, it was St. Andrews where he won. That's really? A, that's a dope. Yeah, Augusta and St. Andrews, dude. Shout out to Zeech. You could argue that's the like most enjoyable professional golf career of all time, if you're not Tiger Woods. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking about Phil. Phil's kind of coming to mind. Also, Jack, you know, the Golden Bear. <laughs> okay. Of, of our generation. Arnie. On Arnie's week, too, to say that. Wow. Rest in peace. I guess Bobby Jones' career probably Bobby wasn't Jones, that bad. Ben either. Hogan. Um, all right. Good stuff. Here's the next voicemail. Voicemail. First voicemail. Second, Dave. Oh. 
Yo, what's going on, Dave, Dylan, Sally? Um, so I got a question for y'all. Um, I recently, well, not too recently, you know, I broke up with my girlfriend, and some of my friends have brought up to my attention that she is absolutely dominating my Instagram still. And a part of me, like, you know, wants to leave those pictures on there because, one, she was really hot. I want people to know, like, you know, I get hot chicks. And two, you know, that was a big part of my life. Like, that's not something that just didn't happen. I feel like to totally erase that was a trash move. Um, she's definitely dominating my Instagram, and I'm really bad at social media. I take totally trash pictures, and I'm trying to work on making that better. But what's the move? Just looking for some information here. Um, I think a lot of people will disagree with me on this, but I agree with this guy. I, I think there's nothing wrong with leaving... Um, with leaving pictures of your ex up on your Instagram account because, like you said, it was like a part of your life. There's no, I don't like hiding it. Doesn't make it go away. It's just, I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of disrespectful a little bit in a way too, to just wipe that shit clean. Klein, what do you think? I think it depends. One, how long you guys were together and how it ended. Circumstances think, of yeah. the breakup. Circumstances of the breakup. But I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't think you can just go like completely, you know, fresh start. Um, I also think it's kind of weird if your Instagram is all of a sudden just deleted like six months of your life. Yeah, that's, that seems a little sketchy, a yeah. little red flaggish. And I also think like as a single dude, I think people want or other women want to see you with other Like you don't want your Instagram to just be you and your boys. Yeah. Because it brings, up, brings up some questions. Well, if it's Saturday, <laughs> it must just be you and the boys. Um, this is shallow. Uh, is she, assuming she's like good looking, I mean, my dude, leave it up because I mean, he said that's one of the reasons why he left it up. Okay, it's because she's hot and he wants to show the world like I can get hot chicks. Like, yeah, look at I pulled this. Yeah, do it. Yeah, it if your if your girl your ex girlfriend is beat, then yeah, get rid of those. You know, you don't want <laughs> old busted ass. You don't want people saying that. Yeah, I totally agree with this guy though. Like, it's a part of your life. It's not like I don't. You don't need to hide it. I mean, everyone knows that you had a relationship with somebody. You don't. It's not going to make that go away. And it's just weird to me. I don't recommend doing it, but I know all circumstances, like you said, are different. So whatever. I mean, I'd say clean it up. If you have thirty pictures with your ex, True. maybe cut it down to like five to ten, and you know, hey, this is. Also, you need some separation in there too. Right. The most recent pick can't be you and your ex. Right. You need Absolutely. to throw, throw your boys on there. Definitely. Yeah. 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 You want you need a buffer. Yes. I would say. At least two photos in between. Oh, I would say two rows. Two rows, damn. So sick. I would say one row, but I, 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 I can see the argument for two. How would you fill those rows in a short amount of time? Are you going some like throwbacks? Are you just all of a sudden become a nature guy? What are you doing? What's your move? Uh, you hit the town with the boys and get some, just get some dope picks off. Do something. Do some comedy stuff so it looks like you're having fun post breakup. Here's me and the squad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, look, I'm funny. I'm, I'm cool. I'm thriving now that I'm not with you. Yeah. Take a vacation. Get some vac- vacay picks off. You have to go vacation post breakup. <laughs> you have you to. Just, you gotta go. No other way around just it. Just reset the the whole situation. Hey Dave, this next question that you will be reading is actually a question for you. Let's uh, let's do it. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Former toucher turned backer here. This question is for producer Dave. I can't tell if you were doing a bit or not on this, but were you actually born in Germany? Dave, were you actually born in Germany? Yes. I thought you could answer that in German. You should have. Uh, man, I didn't. The the one year I was there as a as a baby, a newborn, I didn't pick up German. <laughs> you can know yes and no in German, though. Yes. Is that, how you, is that how you say yes in German? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Guten Tag. What city were you born in? Uh, Munich. I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah. Did you participate in, Oct- in Oktoberfest, your first year on the planet? Man, I didn't make it. Uh, I was under the weather. Hey, so what was the story? Uh, why, why did your family live in Germany? Uh, my dad is a retired Air Force, a retired captain in the Air Force, and they lived all over the world. Uh, Germany is where they were when they had me. I was actually born, fun fact, I was not born on a, on a base. I was born off base. Hence me being a dual citizen until I was 18. So I had German citizenship as well. Uh, you know, I was doing it different. Why do they, why do they pull that from you when you turn 18? You have to 
choose one or the other. Really? Yeah. Thanks for choosing us. Like I renounced my German citizenship. Yo, shouts, man. It was tough. We're glad to have you. Yeah. I mean, I looked at, uh, looked at a number of things. I was just like, I think I'm just, I'm going to be here for the long haul. Hopefully. How do you gain American citizenship as someone born in Germany? Because of my parents. Okay. Because their home base is here. Yeah. Okay. I assume. I don't. I. I don't really know. But I'm assuming because my parents are both American. Damn, dude. Yeah, they lived all over, man. They were. In, they lived in Guam. They lived in uh, Western New York. You you ride heavy for Western. Those are really New York. similar places. Very similar. Guam and Western New York. All over the place. <laughs> really all close to each other. Place. No, I got really. When I was a baby, I was. I mean, I was all over Europe. Like I've technically been to a ton of places in Europe, but like I was a baby, so I got sick. I had an ear infection when I was very young, and they took me to the mountains, and they said that would the, the air, the air in the mountains would be good for it, and worked out. No shit. Yeah, that low that? key sounded like the beginning of a Liam Neeson movie. What me going to the mountains? Yeah, and just turning just, into like just, just to clear your ears. No, just like moving out to the middle of nowhere in Germany, and all of a sudden coming back a badass with a grizzly beard. It was a lot like that, minus the last two things you said. Oh, okay, I actually thought you were from uh, Italy. Uh no. Yeah, no, talk my, about that it. is my that is my um, he's ancestry. Just, he's yep. just a poser. Oh, I've been using poser more lately. We need to bring it back. It's a fun word. It's really uh, that's the one thing I did not want to be called growing up. That was like devastating to a oh no a dude who, who like to shred. Yeah, you were like little punk rocks. So that must that would really hit home for you. We call people a poser. It was like the worst thing you could say. Oh, you might as well you might as well transfer schools, bro. Like total poser. Yeah, like mom, I, I gotta I gotta. Change high schools. I could call a poser today. It's all. It's over for me. I got canceled today. Yeah, yeah. That's how you go. It's like thank you next. <laughs> all right, we have one more question, guys. It's a voicemail. Here it is. Hey, Dylan Sal. This is Ethan from Nebraska. I just had a quick gym etiquette question for you. Um, so I've been lifting for a while now, and I feel like I've kind of got the ropes down as far as form and everything. I was just wondering if it's okay to correct people whose form is off while you're in the gym lifting weights, if it's just atrocious, and if that is okay, how do you go about doing that without sounding like a dick? Thanks. Bye. All right. I'm going to answer this, and then y'all can answer it. Um, Some guy did this to me a year and a half ago, maybe, at Gold's Gym. Oh, shit. He he corrected my form, and I was- I was doing, uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're the, they're the cable curls. Yes. You're like Thank you. forward in the middle and you got, yes, the... I was doing that. Okay. And he, he corrected my form and I was offended. I was what, like, what did he say you're doing wrong? He's, I, I forgot. Like my, the, my angle of my arm was, was off or something. And okay. I was, I was doing kind of like, I don't really know. You just live on the cables. Dylan's a big calling, machine boy. I'm gonna start calling you Direct TV. Here, here's a here's a question. I have a question. I'm gonna call you Cox. Okay, I've heard clients say, and I've heard um, Jack Hammer say this. You know, our boy Dan Regester. He's he's oh, t- yeah, he's yeah. telling me this too. He goes, he said, Dylan, if you if you want to really put mass on, you have to do free weights instead of, you know, the cables or like the machine. Explain to me why. Because you can adjust the fucking weight on the machine to weigh just as much <laughs> as the free weights do. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to go to ahead. To my and, smart brain. I'm going to open your eyes real quick. Okay. Okay. When you're on those cable machines and you're moving the weight that you've selected and it says 50 pounds, it's all based on levers and your it's it's assisted weight. So when you're actually lifting the weight, yeah, you're lifting that weight, but when you're bringing it down, it's assisted. So you're not truly controlling that weight. If you go pick up a 50-pound dumbbell, you have to actually control the entire 50 pounds and there's nothing else but gravity pulling you down. Does that make sense? Yeah. When you got a free weight and you're lifting it above your head, you're using like muscles in your shoulder, like stabilizer muscles, um, to and you have to in, and use your core more. You're using more. Um, I don't know that that's true. No, it's absolutely true. Man, uh, I I just I when you and I, I use the machines too. I'm not trying to look. I'm not saying you're machines. wrong. I'm just saying I my my brain doesn't. I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't think it's like there. There's. It's. It's not as. You can't not get big on the machines. You can get big on the machines. You just have to be willing I mean, to yeah, push look a little at, bit more weight. But I will say, if you are if you grab two 25-pound dumbbells and you're hitting curls for sets of 12, that's going to do more than 
setting the weight on a machine at 25 pounds. Okay. I think I think it needs to be adjusted a little bit because the machine's helping you control the weight. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes that makes some sense. But at the same time, if you're the guy over there that's, knew- that's swinging dumbbells around and using your lower back to do a curl, then yeah. I mean, you're also not getting any benefits out of that. I knew you would have an answer for me. I've been wondering that for years. Can Dan, I answer the Dan actual used to, question? Dan used to say the same shit. Let me answer it first. Oh, okay. Dan used to say the same shit to me, and I just assumed Dan was wrong because I, I assumed Dan's wrong about everything. Uh, okay, so the, the guy corrected my form, and I was, I was a little I was irritated. I was like, dude, mind your business. I didn't say that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I just went about my, my workout. Um, I will say, I think it's okay to do this if you think someone could potentially be hurting themselves. If someone's doing deadlifts with their backs just, you know, completely arched, yeah. Absolutely agree. Like, hey, it's a dude, safety thing. Hey, dude, thing. you're going to kill yourself doing that. But if it's just like tweaking form just for, you know, he's not doing it perfectly right, I would, you probably should keep your mouth shut. I agree. And I, I think it depends on where you work out. If you're at a CrossFit gym and there aren't like, you know, actual paid personal trainers walking around and, you know, you're just trying to help someone out, keep them from getting hurt. Yeah, you can say something. If you're at Lifetime and you're watching and you see someone that's doing something that's going to get them hurt, hey, walk over to, or at Gold's or something, walk over to one of the actual personal trainers and be like, hey, I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah. You know, but don't be form guy in the gym with strangers. No. My roommate. That's that's she, like golf tip guy. Like you, you get matched absolutely. up with someone on the tee box. You don't know this guy. Hey man, you're you're looking off. You're you're not watching the ball all the way. Like dude, okay. I think this is worse. You do. This is creepier. My roommate was at the gym two weeks ago. She was told me she was doing squats, and she got halfway through a squat, and some dude just walked up right behind her and started spotting her. What? Yeah. What? What gym? I saw her at the gym. It was recently. it was, it was a, a gym near us. I saw her at Lifetime recently. Yeah. Did okay. okay. A, it was at Lifetime. Okay. Um, Shouts to Ruthie. Yeah. She's great. Shouts to Ruthie. Ruthie's She's the great. Best. Yeah. But yeah, no, dude. That is extremely right inappropriate. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Was she like noticeably struggling with the weight or something? No, she told me she, she was like, it was just a normal, like. Wow. Yeah. He wasn't a, a personal trainer, just a dude. Just a guy. He's like, yeah, I saw you struggle. Thought you were kind of struggling. Didn't want you to get hurt. So just. And completely inappropriate. I think yeah. that's very inappropriate. I would, I've never, I don't think I've ever done it, but because I'm like, part of me is like, well, like, I'm not a huge guy. I, I, what the fuck am I going to, you know, the perception is going to be like, what's this guy now? But if I see a kid, like there's a lot of high school kids who work out where we work out. And if I see them doing something, I will tell them like if I, I have never done this, but I have been close. There's some kids who were probably like sophomores in high school, clearly don't play baseball or football, don't lift. And they were trying Just to say squat. nerds. They were squatting and like their form was so bad and they were doing way too much weight. Like they, they had like, I don't know, like 205 on and they were trying to learn to squat and people were looking at them like, I was like, is somebody going to say something? Cause these kids are going to fuck up their back. What would you have said to them? Like, dude, you should I, honestly, what I want to say is you should start out with the lower weight and just yeah. get your form down before you put on that big boy weight. Cause these kids probably weighed 150 pounds. I mean, they were, they were my size, but they did not get low enough. And they were like leaning forward so much. It was like a it was a bush league squat, like you see people do when they first learn to lift in like eighth grade. Dave, I want to I want to. This is a transparency based podcast. Of course you know, it is. Obviously, we're all about transparency. Listener, I, oh, um, I want to apologize for something. Uh oh. You know, we started working out, and you and I started going to the gym. I was form guy with you a couple no couple that's times. okay oh i asked for that that's okay, okay. all right I just, you, I just doing it to, to your know. boys is that's no, no, fine no. uh i asked you because like but it's not fine on the golf course you, you have been around sports. it's not unless see? it's not see now it's different we kind of switched here this yeah, is no. about this is about a stranger at the gym You're like hey dude okay i'm fine with that because you uh you've been around football and you played football co- in a collegiate level you know you know workouts. I mean, you know what good form is versus bad form. I asked you when I was squatting. Uh, that's why I liked working out with you because I knew if I didn't get down all the way, you would tell me. Like, that, and you do have great form. I'll give you that. I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to talk. <laughs> Him playing college football reminded me of the Matt, not Madden, the NCAA football conversation I had with you when you were actually in the game. Yeah. 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 That, that happened. Yeah. That was the. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, 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 was your, what was your overall rating in the game? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna go so ahead. Klein was a receiver. I, I was a wide receiver. Can you say uh, where? For, 
Yeah, I played football at Rice. Rice. Um, 6'1", 190 in college. Um, safe to say I was a possession receiver. You're um, 6'2". Okay. If, if that makes you feel better about maybe being six feet tall, that's I'm, fine. I'm a legit 6'1", and you are, <laughs> you are about one inch taller than me. That's fine. That means I'm 6'3", in boots, so let's roll. Um, I'd, I'm, I actually don't know what my overall rating was. How do you not know that? Because I was terrified to look. Are you kidding? Yeah. Let's go back and look. Because you knew it wasn't going to be good. It would have been 2012. No, 13. Was that one of the last years that they made that game? I think 12 or 13 was the last year. Um, and so that would have been my senior year. Which What number were you? 84. Okay, someone tweet, it, tweet at us. <laughs> go pull up the, I guess, 2012-2013 NCAA football. Go to Rice. Look at the roster. Go find number 84? 84. Go find number 84 and tell us the overall rating and the speed. And the possession skills. And the possession skills. Hands. Because that was about the only thing that was worth it. Do you think you're above a a 60 on there? Overall? Yeah. I think that's about where That might be the line. Okay. No, no, Somebody go find out. Somebody go find out. I have to know the answer. Taking the over. You got got a check for for that, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that was sweet because... Our four years were the last four years of the game. Yeah. So we got a, a pretty solid check. That's tight. Man, so you literally put it in Rice. That one went over my head. Because you went to Rice? Dave. And you put it in Rice like you were there. <sighs> Damn it, Literally. David. Yeah, literally. We get it. Hey, um, what was your... Wait, uh, back to this gym. Was that What was the significance? Who were you... Um, there wasn't one. I was 88 in high school. Playmaker. Um, Playmaker, yeah. I wanted to wear six. Randy Moss, 84. Uh, but that wasn't available, and 84 was there. And, yeah, I mean, we'll go with Randy Moss. Sure. that was. Y'all are basically the same kind of receiver. She, actually, no, I yeah, take that back. You just go up there and get it. I mean, I'm Shannon Sharp all day. All they had to do was Gr- Grew up in Denver. You know, Shannon Sharp was the man. Big Broncos guy. Yeah. Yeah, have to be. That's you know. your team. Yeah, you're from Denver. Yeah, grew up there. That's your connection. My squad. Yeah. What's uh what's your biggest uh output day ever? Like, like my best like receiving year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no one game. Yeah. Uh I think it was my freshman year actually against SMU. I think it was oh, like four for seventy five or something. You just putting up numbers? Man. I was I was a great blocking receiver, guys. You don't understand. I was I was not a Do you uh, have any touchdowns in college? No very sore subject. No tutties. Um, I had one that I was called out on the quarter yard line, and instead of waiting for them to challenge it, our offensive coordinator just called a hurry-up QB sneak, and I'll never forgive him for it. Did the sneak they, I got a Did dope picture. You think you got in? Dive. It was sweet. You, th- you think you got oh, in? I was in. I have visual evidence of me getting in. Damn. So you know what? I'm going to give it to you. You had one touchdown. Appreciate that. Yeah, you earned it. I've, I've been claiming that one touchdown it's, for it's years. It's not so. on you that they, they missed it. Yeah. But I do have to see the evidence to confirm. I will show you as soon as we uh, get done with this. I Man. have a... It's actually it's a pretty dope picture. Pylon. That'd be so tight if you're in a video game. You know what I mean? It's not tight when you're in a video game, but you're not good at the game you're in. And plus, probably playing with Rice wasn't very much fun. Yeah, no, we, no yeah, offense. We're, we're we went through Rice. some rough years. Y'all, y'all got a conference championship though while you we were did. there. Yeah, senior year. That was uh, when we got there. We were two and ten. When we left, we were ten and four. Y'all just turned that bitch around. Yeah, and then now they're back to being. I think they were. I think they were a one in twelve last year. So, do you think QB Taylor will listen to this? Uh, I'm going to tell him to. Shouts, he threw me that touchdown. Shouts to Taylor, dude. Shouts to T. Well, yeah, he was a quarterback. QB one. QB one. Sometimes we call him QB two. He can't throw as far that. as I can, but he's got a pretty good arm. He claims that he can. Well, he claims that he claims that you. you just he wrong. Up or exaggerated. He wrong. That's actually how we met. Yeah, that's the first time we met. Dylan challenged our quarterback and punter to a punt pass and kick contest. Yeah. How'd the punt go? Can it, you punt? It got rained out. We it was oh. it started just pissing on us. We got out there, so we got really? like two just throws. The sky in. opened up and pissed on. It just pissed right on our heads, nice. Dave. It was disgusting. Uh, that was a fun I've day, never though. Seen you punt the ball. Uh, I wouldn't I'm, think you'd be a good punter. No offense. I think I would probably pull my hamstring very badly if I punted. True. Right now, uh, I'm, I'm not a good. I'm not good at punting. I'll I'll say that right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. not my thing. Fun stuff. Wait, but I have a question back to back to the original question about the gym form situation. Yeah. Is that a decent way? If there is a decent way, is that a decent way to start a conversation with a chick that you've been eyeing at the gym? Nope. I hear a lot of girls saying, like, don't approach me at the gym. And I don't know. 
I don't know if girls want to talk to guys at the gym, period. But I, that opener would be as good as any, I would say. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. A man, just walk up and mansplain a deadlift? Shit, I, was I don't curious. know. Because that's a really taboo concept. The, uh, yeah. Trying to meet someone at the gym. But it seems like a great place to meet people. Yeah, I don't see a problem with approaching. I mean, you're sharing someone. a lifestyle. I understand that they're in the zone of there to get you know get a workout in, but you can mix in a thirty second conversation here and there. I it's think, not going to interrupt you. I think you'd be better better off complimenting uh, someone else's form to if for purposes. That's of, creepy. What? No one's complimenting forms at the gym, Dave. Yeah, I think so. Because if you hey, that's a beautiful like, that's a beautiful hey, uh, squat. Hey, what? Hey, uh, I'm a guy, so I know how to tell you how to do this. But your your form sucks. Let me show you how to do it. Like that, that's just a bad look. You say, "Hey, uh, great, great job on that squat." Well, that would squat, be so squat strange. Just, squat inherently is creepy. <laughs> just don't say anything of a chick squatting. Of course, I don't approach anybody ever. Yeah, just don't approach anybody. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just live your life alone. Because I'm terrified of girls, pretty much. So that's why I don't do it. You and me both, brother. Yeah. Let's get it, man. We just we just dapped. Just don't talk to anybody at the gym. How about that? That's that's my goal. That's my goal. Head down, eyes down. I mean, the gym is a is a solo place. There may be a bunch of people there, but you're in your own world. People are unfriendly at the gym these days. Nobody. It's not a a communal thing. Nobody except for the locker room. The locker room is a little bit a little (laughs) bit too much. Have you seen the boss up there yet? At Lifetime? No. He works out there a lot. I, I see him all the time. And he, I wouldn't recognize him. I don't think he, right, so. he walks around with this like, don't fucking look at me face the entire time. That's the boss. Yeah. That's him. I, but, but he's also like a really nice dude. Wait, do you like the boss? I don't dislike the boss. He's an Oklahoma Sooner. I know he's an Oklahoma Sooner. <laughs> but he, he's, he does a lot of stuff around Austin. He speaks it. Uh, he's, he speaks. Like yeah. motivational type stuff, I, I think. I gotcha. I, w- I wouldn't recognize him unless he had his like famed haircut and was just walking around he, tweaked out. On I can't confirm he does not have that haircut anymore. He is in good shape though, as you can probably imagine. He's yeah. probably on some TRT. He's getting that replacement. Yeah, you're that age. The boss was a freak. He's a man. Honestly, if I'm lifting weights weights at age fifty, I'm gonna be on some kind of hormone replacement. There's no point in just lifting without. Oh him. yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. There's a guy at Lifetime that is in there every time I'm in there, doing like. Uh, American Ninja Warrior workouts in the, I mean, the pull-ups with like where, I mean, it's, it defies gravity and it freaks me out every time I watch it happen. But the dude, I mean, he's probably 115 pounds. Yeah. But I just, I mean, I sit there in amazement because it's something I'll never be able to do in my life. Yeah. That, that's a different kind of build to be able to do shit like that. It, it, it reminds me of what y'all were talking about on circling back the other day, the, the rock climbers. The climber. Oh yeah. Stuff. Alex hobbled. Have you? Yeah. Uh, that guy, if you look at him, you know, with a t-shirt on, he looks like just some nerd, yeah. you know, in a coffee shop, but he's just wiry and crazy strong. Yeah. Crazy, crazy upper body strength. His hands and his shoulders, Something forearms. I'll never have. That did dude, you, that dude's nuts. Did you guys have like the pegboards in elementary school? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You had to like climb it? Yeah. Yeah, that, it was it was always like the thirty five pound girl that could do the do it for you know like an hour and a half. Dude, the girls could always do the the chin up, not chin ups, but like the one where you hold your chin over the yeah. bar uh, for field day. Forever, they could do that way longer than the guys. Yeah, really? Yeah, interesting. Back then, man, this has been fun. Did you guys have fun? That was it. I had a great time. You know, usually Sally comes with a bonus question. Ooh. Do you have one? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Yeah, I do. Okay. And, and and I'm excited that I get to ask it. I'm not excited that Will's not here, but I'm excited that I get to ask my question since Will's not here. Okay. Because it is Game of Thrones related. And okay. And I can't even throw it in the group text anymore because I got roasted for that. All right. So what's up? What is y'all's prediction on the very end? Oh, man. That's something I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about, honestly. Have you seen like the odds and stuff? And No. I don't, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Well, the interesting thing I will say is it. You used to be able to bet on who would sit on the Iron Throne, and they recently changed the wording to who will rule Westeros. So there may not be an Iron Throne. So there may not even be an Iron Throne. I think that's fair. I can tell you who I want it to be. Yeah, that's that's what I'm asking. Like, how do you want it to end? Danny. Okay, well, I mean, like, just her? She's the only one left? No, no, I want her to be sitting on the throne. I think she's getting got. She's, she's, uh... Oh, Danny. Really? I do. I think someone's going to betray her. Uh, I think we're gonna have uh, sad solo John sitting on the throne. John Snow, that is for those who are new here. Damn. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't hate that. He's he's a he's a likable character. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm pretty fired up. I really wish we could talk about it on pod. Like we should do. You know what I mean? I would be more than willing to help with that endeavor. Or I, I don't know. I just I like to. I got to figure out what my group text to talk about Game of Thrones is going to be. Maybe we'll have to do a, a, our own group text. It can mix it with our gym group. Maybe text. we could do it and throw it up on uh, Patreon. See what happens. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not opposed to, t- to talking about it. You guys are more into it than I am. Klein's really into it. it it's a sickness. Yeah. Um, I'm down. It is sickness. a great show though, and I will be watching every episode when the new season arrives. I mean, I'm going to say something right now that I'm probably going to catch a lot of heat for, specifically from you, Dylan. Um, I don't know if I'm more excited to be in Augusta for the Masters or to be home from Augusta for the season premiere of Game of Thrones. Klein is canceled. Man. <laughs> That's great. That's you're. I'm kidding. You're sick. I'm kidding. You I'm better joking. Be, you better be joking. That's not funny though. Jokes are supposed to be funny. I'm just excited about the whole process. It's gonna be. We're like four and a half weeks out. Actually, we're exactly five weeks out. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, you're counting it down. Yeah. All right. Did you have fun, Klein? That was it, man. I had a blast. I uh, that was my first ever pod, other than the lost tapes. Oh yeah, you were there for yeah. that. I was. I was in the background. I wasn't actually. Yeah. I wasn't on them, but you can kind of. Great hear time. It. We brought our intern on that on that trip. That was a fun <laughs> one. Um, no, I had a blast. Dave, you have, did you have fun, Dave? Did I ask you that? I had a great time. It's a little hot in here. Let's get that. It is a little hot. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to wrap this thing up. Again, the hotline, 888-362-6245. And you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. That's at Mail-In Podcast. And, of course, subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Klein, thanks for coming on. Hey. You want to hey. drop your handle? Do you care? You want to plug yourself? Uh, You know, I don't want to do that. Um uh, yeah. You know, no. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna stay organic. I'm gonna res- keep this thing uh I respect spoiler that. free. He does have a blue check mark though, folks. Ladies, check him out. All right. See you next week.